Hexapod. Hexapod. Hi, this is Alice. And I'm Katie, and this is Hexapod, a podcast on six legs. We're making this podcast for a biology and human concerns class that we're taking during May term 2016 at Transylvania University with Dr. Adkins. Today, our topic of discussion is going to be the disappearance of the honeybee and colony collapse disorder. Alice, can you tell us a little bit about colony collapse disorder? Sure thing. So the USDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, defines colony collapse disorder, or CCD, as a dead colony with no adult bees and with no dead bees, but also there's a live queen. And usually there's some honey still there and some immature bees are still there. But that's not the only way that honeybee numbers have been diminishing. Um, There's a difference between dropping populations of honeybees and CCD. Um, Right now, we don't actually know the cause of CCD, um, but there is a a hypothesis that it is caused by uh, four factors that all contribute to uh, the death of honeybees. These include pesticides, parasites, and other, other pests, pathogens, and then a lack of food and a good environment. That's really interesting, Alice. When I was little, I was always afraid of bees because they could sting you. So I was curious, why should we even care about honeybees? What do they even do? I went to the nationalhoneybeeday.com and I checked it out. I found out that honeybees are from the order Hymenoptera. They're also actually really cute. They live in complex social communities known as hives. The whole hive revolves around one queen bee who is responsible for laying the eggs. There are also worker bees and drone bees. We have all seen these worker bees in the spring and summer collecting pollen from our flower gardens. You've probably noticed that honeybees mostly want to be left alone, and they will not bother you. So I shouldn't have been scared of them as a kid. Well, that's super interesting. Honeybees have social structures kind of like humans, but what else do they do for us? I found out that one-third of all vegetables and fruits are pollinated by honeybees, and 50 to 80% of the world's food is either directly or indirectly pollinated by honeybees. Local honey is the greenest food item you can buy, and honeybees also produce wax, pollen, royal jelly. You guys might have used that in some beauty products. Honeybees also produce products with medical purposes. These are used to treat burn victims, people with arthritis, and I'm sure your mom gave you a spoonful of honey when your throat hurt as a child. Honeybee populations are also used to gauge the health of the environments they lived in. If bees are doing well, all the other organisms are probably doing okay too. Hey Katie, did you know that honeybees are responsible for over $14.6 billion of American crops each year? Wow, that is so interesting. That must mean that the losing our honeybees would really damage not only our ecosystem, but also our e- economy. That's right. So we're going to move on now to uh, the scientific response to disappearance of bees. Um, there was a study done by beeinformed.org, which is a very good resource if this interests you. Um, they surveyed um, many beekeepers in the United States 
almost 400,000 beekeepers. And from this survey, they discovered that over the winter between 2014 and 2015, 23% of bee colonies experienced CCD, which is a startling number when the expected rate of um, loss of bees over the winter should be near 15%. So this number is very um, staggering, and scientists don't ignore numbers like this. So Scientists are working very hard to help uh, fix this problem. So they have discovered that there are four main reasons, as we said earlier, that CCD and the disappearance of bees is happening. The first of these is habitat and lack of food. If you can imagine a field full of wildflowers, that's the perfect place for a bee to get food, bring it back to the colony. But once that is um, torn up, turned into a parking lot, they lose that source of food. So development and growth by humans is actually damaging bees. Another big reason that bees are disappearing is because of pesticides. So you guys have probably been to the grocery store and seen all the organic produce and wondered what that was all about. Organic produce is used without pesticides that harm insects. So the point of pesticides is to protect the crops from pests that would eat it and destroy the crop. But they also harm honeybees, and honeybees don't actually hurt the crop at all. So these very powerful pesticides, such as DDT, which we don't use anymore, but we still use other very harmful chemicals to help protect our crops. Luckily, scientists are developing ways of using better pesticides, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Katie, what did you find out? Well, I found out that disease and parasites have been around for quite a while, but they're also doing quite a number on the honeybees. The honeybees can have a number of diseases, many of them we can't even pronounce, but there are different diseases that include bacterial, viral, fungal, and even protozoan diseases that bees can get. In addition to the diseases, bees can get parasites, not only on an individual bee, but also in the hive. Those parasites can include the wax moth, small hive beetle, bee louse, and one of the worst are mites. Mites, in particular, can be very destructive to bees because they can get inside the body of an individual bee and cause major problems like wing deformation and even tracheal issues. This will kill a bee pretty quickly, which could be part of the reason why we're seeing such a disappearance of the honeybees. So this might all seem really scary, but luckily there are things you can do to help your local honeybees. Um, I referenced before beeinformed.org. That's a good resource to go to. Also, thehoneybeeconservancy.org. And they recommend you do several things to help your local honeybees. And these include planting a bee-friendly garden with lots of fruits and vegetables and other plants that bees rely on for food. These include things that you probably buy at the store anyways, um, such as mint and lavender. And you can always go the flower route, planting tulips and sunflowers, and bees will really enjoy this, come to your garden, and take the food back to their hives. Um, another thing you can do is not use bee-harming pesticides. Use organic, non-toxic pesticides that are good for bees. Bee-friendly pesticides include kaolin clay, and then if you're looking for a herbicide, you can use corn gluten and fungicides include lime sulfur. And these are all naturally occurring substances that will not harm bees, but will target those intended insects that will harm your crops. 
that's really awesome. My favorite way of helping the honeybees is by buying local honey. Not only will it help with your allergies, but it's also so delicious. Another way you can get involved if you really want to get your hands dirty is by having a hive of your own. One of my personal favorites would be the Honey Flow Beehive that you just turn a spout and it automatically dispenses honey. How awesome is that? You get honey instantly and you're helping the honeybees. Well, this has been our episode of Hexapod, a podcast on six legs. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys have learned a lot about honeybees and will step up to protect your local colonies. If you have any questions about the websites we cited here, they'll be in our blog and we'll see you guys next time.